Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to a very special bonus episode of the Super Mercado Brothers video game music podcast. As you guys probably know, we're taking a couple weeks off here uh, for Will's wedding and then also his honeymoon after that. So for the first week, we're actually presenting something really exciting and pretty crazy. This is a true lost episode of our podcast. And it was total happenstance that we even discovered this. We were talking on our Discord a couple weeks back. Someone was talking about Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows and mentioned something that, oh, you guys never did an episode on that, did you? And I had a memory, a vivid memory, that we did record an episode as soon as Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows came out because uh, we, we were really excited about it. And I was searching through our episode archives and nothing came up. I was searching everywhere I could online and there was no record of that episode. And it was just really perplexing to me. I asked Will and he had the exact same memory I did, which was that in that fall, which was way back in 2015, we recorded a bonus episode on Plague of Shadows. We even remembered the room that we did it in. Uh, we did it in my old childhood bedroom at our parents' house when Will was back in town. Um, we remember vividly doing it, but it does not exist anywhere online. So I went through some old hard drives, some old computers. It was coming up short until I finally found an old, old external hard drive. I opened the podcast folder and lo and behold, there's an MP3, Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows. It was never uploaded. So what happened, I listened to a couple minutes of what you guys are about to hear, which is our Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows episode. And I heard that we were recording it on Halloween night of 2015, but we were going to, for some reason, I don't remember why we did this, we were going to save it up for a month. I think it could have been Nintendo month related. Um, So that's clearly what happened is in that amount of time, we just totally spaced and forgot to ever upload it. And one of the craziest things is when I was looking for traces of this episode, I listened to a little bit of our Greatest Hits episode, which was a couple months later, and we played a track from Plague of Shadows in that episode. And when I set up that track, I said, oh yeah, and I believe we did a bonus episode this year on that. And so that's what really led me to keep searching because I wouldn't have misremembered that soon after... (laughs) after that episode. So anyway, I'm so glad I finally found this in that Will and myself uh, are not crazy and are not losing our minds in that we can finally share this episode and have a good thing to do for this first week that we're off. I hope you guys enjoy this lost episode. So we're going to take you back to a simpler time for me and Will, the fall of 2015, and finally (laughs) present our bonus episode on Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows. We hope you enjoy. Next week, we'll have a bonus episode, Marcado Radio. We love you guys, and enjoy.
Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining us for this bonus episode. Once again, this is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. This is exciting and kind of a nice fit. As we record this, um, this is actually a Halloween night. That's and, true. Uh, this is sort of a, you know, a spooky set of tunes that we're going to play is. today. Yeah, we're kind of, we stockpile this. We kind of save this episode um, for December, uh, you know, because we last month we had Nintendo month, um, but Will was in town again, so we had a good opportunity to record this bonus episode. We're really excited to share the music of Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows. I'm sure a lot of you are aware that uh, pretty recently the DLC was released for Shovel Knight, which not only had new levels, but new music composed by Jay Kaufman featuring uh, that awesome VRC, VRC 6 chip. So it's so great for him to go back to that wonderfully, now iconic sound. That, that is Shovel Knight. You know, it's crazy. The game was so recent, but it already feels like such a classic part of video game music history. Well, and one, so, of the, one of the nice things about this game and its soundtrack, uh, with the original Shovel Knight, um, there were two pieces, two themes composed by the legendary Minami Matsume, right. uh, who Jake sort of had, uh, was able to work with um, on the original so- Shovel Knight soundtrack. And one of the themes she did was for Plague Knight's stage. And so uh, Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows is all about that character. So that main theme that she composed for that game, you may have heard it a alluded to in the track we just played the a lot of those motifs and elements um jake uses uh, all over the place in this absolutely uh, this game which is you know it's such a great opportunity to get to use more manami matsume music because i think that was one of the, really the coolest things about the game shovel knight is that agree. not only was it spiritually influenced by these old uh nes games but to have sort of legends like manami matsume who actually worked on you know the original Mega Man to be to take part in that whole project really kind of legitimized it yeah I know for me I've I was waiting months and months for this to come out because this game was pushed back for a long time and that always happens you know when these small developers who they don't have the biggest uh, number of staff and they're trying to work on fixing bugs and making sure that something is as good as it can be and I knew I think it was like last spring I saw a tweet that like Jake had you know was working on new Shovel Knight music and um, so I'm just so glad to, to finally listen to this album and now to finally do this bonus episode so let's start off with um, The Alchemist Haven from Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows composed by Vert here we go
That is just so good. You guys are listening to The Alchemist's Haven from Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows, composed by Jay Kaufman. This is obviously, once again, using that, really that Plague Knight theme that we first heard in Shovel Knight, and it's not surprising that you're going to hear that multiple times on this album. This is so good, and it's that great combination of classical music, but it's kind of like, you know, it's injected with some modern excitement, you know, and some video game flair. It's just that combination we hear so much, not only in the 8-bit era, but... Some of this stuff here reminds me of kind of modern game score, like battle music, but you're hearing it with the VRC6. So really, one of the things I love about Shovel Knight and Plague of Shadows is musically, there's some things that he does with this chip that you never really heard back in the 80s. So it feels modern, but it also feels retro. Yeah, I think that the VR6 has so much to do with uh, his ability to write um, this type of music, but particularly on this soundtrack, compared to just Shovel Knight in general, Mm -hmm. I noticed so much Baroque influence. Yes. Where with Shovel Knight, I feel like there was a lot of kind of medieval influence to the harmony. Absolutely. That's a really good With a lot of parallel fifth kind of stuff, but just a lot of modal writing in general. Well, I think... Where this, you get more kind of the Baroque sound, both with the counterpoint and just harmony. Well, we have to say that that original theme did have that influence in it. And also this type of flowers. I think it was called the flowers Mm -hmm. of antimony. And also this character in, you know, the tone of this game warrants something a little bit creepier, a little bit spookier. And that's the perfect kind of music to go for. The idea of Plague Knight is being this sort of uh, medieval sort of scientist, this very crude. So there's there's an element. And I think Baroque music is that uh, very crafted, very structured, almost mathematical type of musical theme thinking right i mean i so i think that harmonic language and everything is very fitting for the character of plague knight awesome and now we're going to move on to kind of a successor of one of the best tracks of the original shovel knight this is tango of the triple king obviously waltz of the triple king was the awesome track from shovel Well, there also was that incredible tango Mm -hmm. in the original shovel knight as well this is such a great track let's take a listen to tango of the triple king good you guys just listened to tango of the triple king composed by jake kaufman from plague of shadows oh my gosh just such a command not only of this chip but just it's just such a strong 
composer his his sense of melody and just using like will said some of those in this one doesn't sound very baroque to me at all oh gosh um which which is you know it's one of the the tracks that really goes in a different direction i mean it really sounds like just like just like that waltz track and shovel knight it's it's just uh, come almost out of the blue uh in such a good way it's just so beautiful this guy really has chops you know we know that he's that technically um he's just really great at picking different instruments and making a really good production but we have to talk about his gift for melody here this is just up there with any great tango well right and i i think it's it's a lot about the european influence for this one and not really in sort of a classical music sense but in more of like a folk music sort of thing i mean particularly some of the chords he uses sound like a little bit early jazz i think of almost mm-hmm. like film noir type of harmony yeah um, a lot of the add six minor chords um particularly what this even ends with uh it ends with i th- it's a, I think it's a very simple chord it's just a minor chord and it has the root the third and I think the sixth, as mm-hmm. opposed to the fifth scale degree, and that's that kind of. I really think of like film noir. There's kind, this of, kind of mysterious darkness to it, but you do hear that well, in a lot of tango the, music as there's well. There's the great use of being in a minor key and then switching to the major one here, right. which is just so effective, and it's used all over tangos, all over classical music. And I don't know what I love about this track is there's no limitations here. It's such a lush arrangement. You have a bunch of instruments going on at the same time. You have arpeggios. You even have, when the melody comes back, the second repetition, there's like more notes, there's like more chords happening, there's like all these other voices going on. Yeah, so, it's not really a copy and paste No, sort of it really feels like it's being performed by this virtual, this digital well, chip it's band. It's one of the few moments, similar to the original game, where it's not really trying to sound like older video game music, it's really using the tools of the 8-bit technology to do something a little bit more sophisticated. Oh, yeah. Because when I think of, you know, in-game level music, I think of very clear loop points and, you know, succinct little melodic sections but this is more you know it it has that rhythmic push and pull it really is meant to feel performed Um, and I think it also adds to the humor of the scene to have this very serious beautiful well composed music but all just in the background and sort of the whole joke of how long it goes like Mm -hmm. the longer it is and the more legitimate it seems it's almost funnier yeah the more comical it's It's just placement in the game so so good Uh, Now we're going to move on to a battle track. This is Battling the Burrower. Here we go.
gosh, that's so good. You guys are listening to Battling with the Burrower, composed by Jay Kaufman from Plague of Shadows. This one is just so action-packed and epic, just like a lot of the battle music from Shovel Knight. The intensity level is like 11 out of 10. What I particularly liked about this one is obviously it's using that same melodic fragment we're hearing a lot today um, from that Flowers for Ant- Flowers of Antimony, but it's also harkening back to the very intro of that si- of that track. If you remember the, the really chromatic part, the, yeah, which is so great that not only he's going back to that, but he's doing it in a really kind of subtle way that if you close your eyes or you blink, you, you miss it. You know? The other thing is that that's another melodic section from that piece that he uses all over, which is cool, just getting to use the mileage out of that great Minami Matsume material. Absolutely. That is so great. We're going to move on here. All right, next track is, oh my gosh, this one. It feels like this soundtrack gets better and better as it goes on. This is so beautiful. Let's take a listen to Waltz for One. This is beautiful. This is the real deal right here. You guys are listening to Waltz for One from Plague of Shadows, composed by Jake Kaufman. And Will was noticing just how authentic this feels. It kind of, you said it reminded you of like a Christmas song. Well, yeah, it's funny. The last time we heard a waltz was really trying to be romantic, mm-hmm. but romantic in the era of music. But this sounds, this sounds 20th like, century. Yeah, it sounds very jazzy. It almost sounds like a Christmas song. It sounds like something I could hear Frank Sinatra singing. It's just so the type good, of though. harmony that's happening. Very jazzy. Reminds me of Nat King Cole, even. I'm so impressed that uh, this is a side of Jay Kaufman um, that we don't hear all the time. You know, when I sure. think of Jay Kaufman, I think of like really kind of groovy, funky stuff. Um, I think like that's probably m- most of the soundtracks he's done kind of have more of that sound but this is a side that is so impressive melodically like as it starts off you think it's going to be that romantic thing those ornaments and mordants and whatever uh it sounds like it's going to be that type of waltz feel and just with the harmony and everything but it ends up you know it's cool because he really did that in the last game and here he's doing something completely different it ends up feeling more romantic Mm -hmm. in the literal sense because a lot of those jazz chords are just more emotionally fulfilled filling and really tug at your heartstrings. This is definitely a great waltz and it would be something that you could definitely dance the waltz to. Be very effective for that. I wonder if anybody's ever danced the waltz to that song. I'm sure they have. Now we're going to move on to let's see. It takes 2 to tango. <laughs> How many to waltz? 3? I think just just 2. <laughs> 3 4. <laughs> 
All right, now we're going to move on to a piece that has a little bit more energy. This is Disturbing the Peace from Plague of Shadows. It's just remarkable. You guys are listening to Disturbing the Peace, which features, uh, you know, reimagining of almost every section of that Flowers track. And one thing that this soundtrack really made me realize is just how wonderful that theme is. Uh, Will was just remarking that every single section is so memorable, and he can use it so much. And not, not only do you not get sick of it, but I don't know, he's using it in different ways. And one thing I'll say about the arrangement of this track is... It's just, again, the intensity is an 11 out of 10. It's so active and rhythmically every single 16th note, there's so much going on. But it's not to the point of um, being obnoxious or, or or just doing something shredding, but it doesn't have substance. Well, there's so much substance it's here. It's really like when you listen to a great Danny Elfman piece where he's using the orchestra mm. in this way where there's just such a clarity of ideas. This part here it's is very bombastic, inspired. melodically interesting, harmonically interesting, but it has so much character and personality to really the orchestration, the yeah. way he's using these, I guess you could say like six voices. Um, it's such a divine um, use of all the instruments, particularly the percussion. Like there's such a clarity of when it's supposed to yes. sound like sort of a crash cymbal and all the instruments just have such a His snarly vibrato personality too to is him. just yeah. it's just really confident stuff. Um, you, again, when you listen to this, you don't ever get the sense that you almost forget you're listening to chip music because everything is is so meticulously crafted and the vibrato is so good and the use of dynamics and and it's swells. very expressive. It's so expressive and that's you know as long as you listen to music that's expressive, you don't. It's not. It doesn't really matter what the instrument is. You know, you could have really expressive Nintendo sixty four music, and you're not. You're not really going to care that it's those samples from the mid nineties. It doesn't really matter if it's expressive and it's conveying the emotions that the song you know warrants. Then it's it's going to be good music, whether it's on the VRC six or with a real violin. So, like the Jeremy Soul kind of technique. Sure. Sure. Well, I'm excited to move on to the next track. Let's take a listen to Art Through Adversity. <laughs>
how you do it, folks. You guys are listening to Art Through Adversity from Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows. Now, this is one where I get some of that um, kind of classic Jay Kaufman style that I'm kind of more expecting. The use of the jazz chords. It's a great combination of classical and jazz and rock. So much classical harmony, I feel like, it's in so this. Wonderful. Classical and rock is really what I, I, oh I agree with. Oh, my gosh. With that. This is so good. My favorite part is... That whole sequence that is both chromatic, but also so expertly harmonized. It really almost sounds like a moment that you could hear in Mozart or Chopin or early romantic composers, maybe like Beethoven. Like I hear I hear wonderful. a lot of Tchaikovsky in that section there. Sure. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Nutcracker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just and similar kind of wonderful modulation. Man, that's so good. Yeah, you just, I don't know, you can't fake this stuff, you know? Like, when, when you have those chops to be able to use those classical techniques in such a way it feels so natural but just impressive well and just he uses pleasing. it kind of like a vaudeville composer where he's just so expertly talented and it's not just an approximation of something he can do the actual thing yeah but not in a way that's sort of self-serving or drawing attention to well, it it's also, just like oh of course there'd be perfect classical not harmony. in the way that it's out of place it still feels like rocking video game music because it is rocking and he, again the drums and the bass are a big factor of what and the tempo I should say are a big factor of what make this still feel like rocking video game music well and um, I mean the elephant in the room that it's on a VRC sure six. but but if you listen to just soloed the drums and bass it just it's just rocking and shredding it's just absolutely wonderful uh, now we're gonna move on to another battle track this is the battle within here we go listening to the battle within and you know really this is i can't think of another playlist like this where really almost every single track is using some of the same um elements and some of the same material and just changing it up and, and getting so much mileage this one you know slowing it down 
kind of the technique you hear a lot in fugues where you hear a melody or a theme and then you'll hear it twice the speed and then half the speed and that's really this whole soundtrack is in some ways like this big you know expansive fugue because you're hearing so much variation it's just oh it's just so wonderful you know there's so much going on it's it's almost it borders on chaos but every single moment there's thought behind it and if you actually listen to it it's not random at all it's just so well thought out and i think to have something that's this kind of chaotic but still feel like it's comfortable and it's not you know going off the rails it i don't know so impressive absolutely yeah it's just it really makes you speechless listening to how it does seemingly effortless it all is but also just how expertly he's executing all of this really wonderful music well let's move on to out of the shadows here we go are listening to out of the shadows from plague of shadows yeah um it's just it just boggles my mind that he's able to get so much variety out of out of that theme you know in every single track there's moments of that plague theme but then most of the track is original material well i think it's one of the cool things because he didn't really explore that technique as far in the original Shovel Knight. I mean, typically, you'd have the stage themes, and then for the battle music, it would be an arrangement. And there were certain motifs, like the Shovel Knight main theme, that would carry through occasionally. Well, do you hear how authentic the use of the noise channel is for the snare drum here? I've never heard an NES track that has this authentic of a snare sound. Well, I think it's also just the part. The part, exactly. The sort of You hear snare and crash cymbals so clearly. You can hear exactly what it's supposed to be. Because it's all about what the part is, yeah. you know? It's about the role of the instrument. He really is using those instruments in an idiomatic this way, is, and so it comes across that way. This is a masterclass in some ways of how to use, you know, chips in order to convey um, a real type of an art form that we're all familiar with. And to, to make it work, you know, you just believe it, and it's just so intense. You don't need an orchestra in order to have orchestral music. It's crazy. 
Well, now we're going to move on to the final note. One of the standouts on this wonderful soundtrack. You guys are listening to the final note. Oh my gosh, this is just so beautiful. I'm going to let Will take the reins. I think this might be his favorite track on the album. Rightly so. It's just so beautiful. And we thought we maybe reached the peak of, you know, this type of a classical romantic beauty before in the album. But this just is really the climax. But to me, this is like the pinnacle of harmony in music. This this type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's sort of interesting. You mentioned classical romantic, but the harmony is straight out of... Broadway show yeah. tunes, you know, like it, it, it really, really sounds like it could be something by Richard Rogers or um, Frank Lesser or to a, to a lesser extent, uh, <laughs> Frank Churchill, um, yeah. the composer of like Snow White and Kaufman, Seven Dwarves. He's just outdoing himself on this track. Uh, it's just yeah, this is good enough for you good. to just say his last name. He's really <laughs> earned it as a composer. You know, I really think of Jake Kaufman as somebody like uh, some of my favorite composers who didn't set off to be composers. You know, it's funny. Jake started off as, you know, a remixer in this whole underground scene. um, But he had such a love and reverence for those composers that, you know, he really is able to do it himself. But it's a similar story. Like Koji Kondo, you know, he never really sent... He never really set out to be a composer with a capital C, That's you know. He was the whole sound person at Nintendo and ends up being one of the greatest composers. But what I think John is Williams cool was a pianist, you is know? that, you know, again, you know, Jake, some of his early soundtracks don't sound anything like this. And I really do think Shovel Knight was a, a turning point for him where he really it was able to, maybe not the first time he wrote that kind of music, but the first time he was able to show it off with the world that I have this ability, I can do this as well. And, and you know, it, it still feels feels like a classic Jay Kaufman soundtrack because it has his intensity and his sense of humor. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know. The authenticity um, in both the original Shovel Knight and this. And also just how he's not missing a beat, you know, coming back to this musical world in this DLC. Oh my gosh, it's just so good. Well, guys... I particularly enjoyed how many, like, waltzes, dances, yeah. and everything they were. Because th- that waltz in the original Shovel Knight was probably, like, one of my favorite moments Yeah, when I first listened to this, I remember texting you and, and Marty. I was like, God, you guys are going to love this. It's just right up your alley. Well, this might be one of my personal favorite uh, tracks in the album. This is really different because this is the one track that feels... Well, not it's actually the track at the very end, but it, fe- it features real instruments. This is real piano and violin here and so it's just really a, it was surprising when i was listening to it but it's so beautiful it's uh jeff bell and jay kaufman 
and the name of the track is La Bouquet Magique. Let's take a listen to this beautiful track. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for this bonus Thursday episode. I had an absolute blast. I know it was a little bit more brief than we usually do, uh, less tracks, but wow, short and sweet is the best way to describe this episode. Just beautiful music. Jake really outdid himself with this DLC, you know, just further solidified not only the strength of that one Manami Matsume theme, but, you know, just how wonderful this musical world is in having, you know, Jake compose this music on the VRC6, even though here we're getting real instruments. I don't know. It's just it's just feels like it's this it's this time in music and video game music where it's just meant to be these forces aligning and it, it, you know it's just so special. Well, how incredible to get music like this that's so melodically and harmonically rich. It's evoking um, music of an older era, a bygone era, and it's it's so incredible to me that someone like Jake Kaufman really appreciates and can be an ambassador for that music. And truthfully, he's the last person I ever would have expected. I'm sure he is. Also, not wasn't expecting that. And what's so great about this, uh, finally, you can listen to this. This is just wonderful music. Yeah. We don't need to talk about any of the mumbo-jumbo. He's a wonderful anything. composer. This is a beautiful performance. 
um, it, it's just great. You know, you just, it's just undeniable. It's pretty universal. I think a lot of people would listen to this and just really be moved by it. It's absolutely gorgeous. I'm excited to play you guys out with a full track. So don't, you know, don't go away. Um, we're going to play you out with a pop song. It's so cool. It kind of reminds me of like something in the 80s. It's really kind of cheesy and groovy and really right up my alley. And something that reminds me a lot more of Jake's kind of typical style. It's a song called Alchemy, and it features Dale North on wonderful vocals here. So this is a great song. It's kind of like, I guess like maybe like a, a, a love song. Um, it's called Alchemy, and we're going to leave you guys with this track, and we'll be back with you next week with a normal episode. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother Will Brueggemann. Take care, everybody. Peace out. is going for a while But when you see me you don't even break a smile Try not to let me see you cry Guess I'm the boss here so it's a little light I count the days since you've been gone Count every sunset and every break of dawn I dream about you every day I'm going crazy, so hard to live this way. And all I want is to take you by surprise. Tell you I love you as I look into your eyes. I see the moon and the stars look so sublime. My one and only, until the end of time. We've got alchemy, girl, you're changing me. All night long, I wanna hold you close to me. So plain to see All night long Your love is on my mind You've got alchemy Not just chemistry All night long I'll need your magic desperately What you do to me Is some sorcery All night long The heavens are the line Yeah Oh